the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why is God being slow in bringing judgment? To give people the opportunity to turn from their sin, repent, and turn to Christ for salvation. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. That is a difficult concept for many to grasp, believe, and understand. But we are doing so as we study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Welcome. We are back in our series called Sharing Jesus, and we are looking at God's mercy and His justness and how they go hand in hand. We invite you to join us today as we continue our journey through our series Sharing Jesus. Here's Pastor Leighton. The Bible tells us and commands us that we should love our neighbors. The Bible also commands us to love our families. Our families would be greatly disappointed if we loved them the same as we love our neighbors, and rightfully so. There's a, great, there's a greater degree of love for our family. There's a different form of love for our family. We all understand that love comes in different forms and different degrees, so then why should we expect or demand or, uh, that God is under some kind of obligation that he should love everyone equally or the same. So our statement is God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Let's say it together. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Now, we've talked about love. Let's talk about mercy. What is mercy? Well, mercy in the Old Testament, the word is exactly equivalent to grace, in the New Testament. And Dr. William Barclay wrote this. He said the Greek word for merciful is eleimon, and the Hebrew word for mercy is kesed. And it's uh, basically an untranslatable word. There's no exact equivalent in English. It, 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 is, it means more than to sympathize with a person. It means much more than just to feel sorry for someone. Kesed, mercy, means the ability to get right inside the other person's skin. Until we can see things with his eyes, think things with his mind, and feel things with his feelings. And that's exactly what Jesus did, didn't he? He didn't just sit in heaven and feel sorry for mankind. He got inside of mankind's skin so that he could fully identify with mankind's struggles. Whatever we have experienced, Jesus has experienced. He's merciful. He understands our struggles. He understands our troubles. Now, Jesus got inside of mankind's skin to bring remedy to mankind's problems. And we're going to study that in greater detail when we next meet, should the Lord tarry. Coming back to mercy, we find a familiar passage in Lamentations 3.22. It says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, it would not be fair or honest if we simply and solely described God by his attribute of love and mercy. 
if we ignore the attribute of his justice. And once again, there's a lot of misunderstanding about God's justice. Some people think of God's justice as merely an attempt by God to get even, uh, to be vindictive. And some people have this mentality, they think God is way too angry with me to forgive me for all the things that I have done. Others deny that a loving God could ever be angry or bring judgment. And yet the Bible very clearly teaches that, that he does and he will. I'm going to invite you to turn in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. While you're turning there, I'll just mention a couple of verses in the Old Testament. In, in the Old Testament, uh, God declares through the prophet Ezekiel in 18.4, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. And through the prophet Jeremiah in 31.30, everyone shall die for his own iniquity. So the Old Testament clearly teaches that a day is coming when God will judge. Now, we're in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is the last book in the, in the Scriptures. Genesis is the first book in the Scriptures. The first two chapters of Genesis describe the pre-fall condition of man, that is, before man made his decision to sin and rebel against God. And there's a description of how it was. There was no death. There was no disease. Uh, there were streams that flowed. Uh, there was the tree of life, and God uh, inhabited, walked with his people in the cool of the day. When we read to the end of uh, Revelations, we find that uh, there's no death. There's no disease. There are, there's a stream that comes from the throne of God. There's the tree of life, and God resides with his people. So basically, everything has been restored. And what all of the chapters and verses of the books that are between are describing how God is fulfilling his plan to redeem and restore mankind and his original vision for mankind. So Revelations is something that's yet to happen. And we find this description in Revelations chapter 20, verses 11 and following. And I saw a great white throne and one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were opened, including the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead. All were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. There's the first death, then the judgment, this is the second death. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Now, the Bible says that judgment is most certainly coming for anyone whose name is not found in the book of life. Let's say our statement again together. God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Now, some might say, well, you know, Jesus was on this earth 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years is a long time. Why is Jesus, why is God so slow in bringing this judgment that he's talking about? Well, let's see if we can answer that from the Scriptures. Jesus said in Matthew 18, 14, It is not my heavenly Father's will that even one of these little ones should perish. The Apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, 
Whatever happened to that promise of Jesus coming again? From before the time of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was created. And then a few verses later, but you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. You know, 2,000 years is like two days to the Lord. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Though it's the words of the Apostle Peter. The words of the Apostle Paul in Romans 2 says, Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? So why is God being slow in bringing judgment? To give people the opportunity to turn from their sin, repent, and turn to Christ for salvation. Our statement again together, God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Again, God is loving and merciful and does not want to punish us, but God is also just and must punish sin. Now, this is a great dilemma. You see, God does love us. He doesn't want to punish us, but he's also just, and he, and he has to deal with this issue of sin. And, and this dilemma has been illustrated in, in various ways. One of the ways that it's been described is as the relationship between a doctor and a patient. You know, one, one day the doctor discovers that the patient has a terminal disease. The doctor still loves the patient, but hates the disease that is killing that patient. And so that good doctor is going to do everything he can to save the patient's life. Well, that actually happened in London. Dr. Samuel Rabeth uh, was a young doctor and had his life ahead of him and had his practice ahead of him and, and was serving. And, and one night they brought in a young child that was suffering from a very contagious form of diphtheria. And there was only one way to save that child's life. And the doctor knew that there was a grave danger in doing so, but he chose to give up his own life so that that child could live. He ingested the poison from that child. And the story is that the child did live, but the doctor died one week later. He saved others. Himself he could not save. Well, that describes very closely what Jesus did for us. He took his sin, I took our sin in him, took it to Calvary's cross, and there he paid for our sin. But we're getting ahead of ourselves because next week we want to look at who Jesus Christ is and what he accomplished as, uh, as in the process of our salvation. Amen? I want to invite you to close your eyes and bow your heads. Lord, we are so thankful for your word because if it was not for your word, then we would simply go around and around in confusion trying to figure out why sometimes some people see God is being wrathful and just, and other times God is seen as being loving and merciful. But your word makes it so clear. Your word makes everything so clear, everything of eternal significance. Thank you, Lord, for revealing to us your word. And 
Thank you for revealing to us your salvation and our need for your salvation. And Lord, in the days and the weeks to come, we ask you to bring people across our path that need to hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And we ask you to keep us alert to the prompting of the Holy Spirit so that when those people do cross our paths, we can present the gospel in the power of your Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done, that you are doing, that you will be doing for all eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, that will close out a very intriguing first half of the week here on Study Verse by Verse as Pastor Leighton Sheely has continued with our series, Sharing Jesus. What is it we share when we share Jesus? Well, we've learned over the last three days that Jesus is merciful, but he's also just, and they go hand in hand. Well, tomorrow, Jesus Christ is God in human form. We'll flesh that truth out. We trust you'll join us then. In the meantime, if you would like to know more about study verse by verse, Pastor Leighton Sheely, or Church of the Highlands, please visit our website, highlands.us. Again, that's highlands.us. We'll see you tomorrow for another study verse by verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.